And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. So I got into a fight with two leftist women on TV last night. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to play you that segment, okay? And it's going to take probably two segments to play everything because, I look, I want to turn this into not a self-promotion thing. I want to turn this into a teachable moment. So we're going to have class. Class is going to be in session in this first hour. In the second hour, we have open lines starting at 4 o'clock. You can call and talk about any issue that you want. We open the phone lines up for everybody starting at 4 p.m. Eastern time today. A couple of things to get out of the way, breaking news-wise. Author Salman Rushdie, was there was an assassination attempt on him. Remember, the Iranians have had a fatwa against him uh, for many, many years. He was actually stabbed in the neck in New York City as he was getting ready to give a speech. Uh, we're waiting to hear more about uh, his condition and everything else as uh, this is this appears to be an attempted assassination attempt by a foreign power on American soil. And we'll all be looking and seeing how Biden responds to this. And Hesh has passed away. She was being kept alive on life support only to see if she was a suitable organ donor for anybody. And just uh, moments ago, they pulled life support and she has passed away. Um, again, this is, you know, Details about um, her her being uh, under the influence of cocaine and very various other things. Thank thank God she didn't um, you know she didn't kill the woman who was in the house. Uh, the FBI is also because again nothing else is going on with the FBI right now. They have served several subpoenas to lawmakers, Republican lawmakers only in Pennsylvania. So what could what could possibly go wrong there? All right, so there's a there's a lot to get to today. And I did post some information. I was asked to uh, to post some information about Zach Potts' funeral tomorrow. I know that we've been talking about Edith's funeral arrangements tomorrow as well on MNC. And I just want um, I wanted to to let you know that if you wanted to view Zach's funeral, you can. It will be on the Calvary Tabernacle Facebook page. I've linked to that on my Facebook page at Casey the Host. Uh, there's also a Zoom ID for you to log in via Zoom if you prefer to log in via Zoom. Okay, so uh, if you want to attend that, that the ceremony, the funeral starts at 11 o'clock tomorrow. It will go from 11 to 1 uh, if you wanted to go ahead and view that. All right, let's let's do this. I you know, and here's the thing: I'm going to periodically, I'm going to pause this. I'm not going to go through the the introductions of everybody. Uh, Dr. Tracy Pearson was there. Aaron Perini was there. Aaron's fantastic, by the way. Uh, Dr. Christina Greer was there. And then, of course, it was me. Um, and and I, I want to say, first of all, a couple of things before we get going here, because I feel that this is important. Um, I've had a very good relationship with News Nation as of now. Uh, and everything is, every time that they have contacted me, They've been great. I have uh, had nothing but positive experiences with News Nation. There are, you know, programs on there that lean heavily left, and there's a lot of guests that lean heavily left. But uh, Rush Hour does bring in people from the right. I think that that is a great formatic. It's one that I think a lot of other cable news networks got away from having people on the left and the right, actual left and actual right, um, you know, debating various issues. And so they brought in two people from the right. They brought in two people from the left to host this. I think that the host did a fantastic job being neutral. Um, and I know that some people are kind of poking at the, the host for getting my name wrong and a couple other names wrong. I am the last person to criticize anybody for getting names wrong because I always get names wrong. So uh, I'm in the same boat, and I'm not not going to cast any stones at anybody else. She doesn't know me. 
there's no there's no reason for her to get my name right uh, every time. So I I have no issues whatsoever with the host. I have no issues with News Nation. I just you know I want to make that crystal clear. Um, my my whole point of doing this is to highlight the conspiracy theories, these blue and on conspiracy theories that have been long debunked that continue to be uttered on news as if they were real. And this is the Goebbels strategy. Repeat the lie, repeat the lie, repeat the lie, and it will become the truth. And you saw that last night. For those of you who saw this segment, now I'm going to just forewarn you here. The audio will not do this justice. You need to see the body language of the people I am debating. It is, I think, imperative that you see the body language of those ladies. So, again, I just, I'm not doing this to just self promote. I wanted to turn this into a discussion and also an example, a classroom lesson, if you will, of how real crazy people are able to get on the news and then call you crazy, even though what you're saying is backed up by court documents and actual facts, while what they're saying has no validity whatsoever and is actually being recycled from old debunked nonsense. So without further ado, and again, I'm going to pause this periodically. We'll have to take a commercial break in between it. Uh, it is a 10-minute segment, so you know it's longer than I usually play. But I, again, I want to turn this into a teachable moment. I think this is a great way to end the week, particularly as we are dealing with the news cycle that we're dealing with and all of the other stuff that's out there and, and just, I mean, the, the nuclear codes hysteria um, that is out there right now, which is really funny. But but I digress. So this is this is called Rush Hour on News Nation. Um, I think it's a great program. I, I had a lot of fun doing it. I hope that they invite me back, but uh, this is it. Panel, thank you so much for joining us. Our question to kick things off today was Garland's announcement today concerning the raid too little too late, or was he going above and beyond? We'll go right down the line. We'll start with Dr. Tracy. I think that it, he was going above and beyond. I don't think the American people have a right to know all that information. You have a right to a free and public trial, but when it comes to investigations, we keep that information close to the vest because we don't want uh, to compromise investigations or our sources. Aaron? This is not the attorney general going above and beyond because all he was actually doing was refuting terrible reporting and leaking from a story. If he had said this, he could have put it out in a release. It's not saying anything other than the Newsweek story regarding his involvement in this was wrong. And there should be transparency in this because it's historic and an unprecedented action against a former president of the United States. This should have been done two days ago, and it could have been done two days ago, but instead they let the news cycle get out of control, and it could have just been a press release today. This really didn't do much. All right, Dr. Greer, what do you think? Well, we have the politics and we have the, the reality of the situation. And so, you know, first things first, it's, you know, I, I, I caution against cause, calling it a raid in the sense that the FBI has done their due diligence and have spent many months, uh, possibly years, investigating a president who called to have his vice president, uh, you know, uh, harm done to him. I think because this particular ex-president uh, incites such violence uh, and his supporters are so violent towards those members who work and serve the nation, I think it is important for the AG to contest where we are since it is such an unprecedented unprecedented process that we're experiencing. So you see what we're dealing with, okay? Everything 
that uh, Dr. Greer just said, to quote uh, Joe Pesci, is bull bleep. Okay? None of that's true. It, the old Mike Pence thing, that is a long debunked lie that was debunked years ago. Not true. Not accurate. It was another Jonathan Carl fabrication, by the way. Um, Jonathan Carl is the same guy who fabricated the story about Trump saying that you should inject bleach in your body. None of that's true. We know that Trump supporters weren't the ones that were engaging in, in violence or anything else. We know that Trump supporters weren't being called to violence by Donald Trump or any of that stuff. That's all been debunked. That's all nonsense. This all goes back to the Robert Creamer group, which was on the payroll of the Hillary Clinton campaign in the DNC. But what they will do is they will just say, well, January 6th, and they will ignore years of violence against Republicans and conservatives, and they will just say January 6th. And again, as I've said, not excusing it, not justifying it, but you can only hit people over the head with bike locks and soda cans filled with concrete and attack them when they're peacefully assembling so many times before there is an organized reaction to that. And after years and years and years and years and years of that happening, yeah, we saw that on January 6th. Was it a low moment for our country to see some of the stuff that happened there? Absolutely. But there's also a false narrative surrounding January 6th that has to be clarified and constantly corrected from a false narrative that repeats itself in the press. So you know that Dr. Greer is a Blue Anon conspiracy theorist, and I actually go to call her a Blue Anon conspiracy theorist, but uh, Dr. Tracy interrupts me as she did multiple times last night. Uh, but anyway, we'll continue. Casey, what do you think? Uh, Blue Anon conspiracies aside, I mean, he was forced to do this because a federal judge ordered him to respond to the Times Union Judicial Watch order to release and unseal this search warrant. So he had no choice because he only had between now and the 15th of this month to even respond to it to begin with. So no, he wasn't going above and beyond. His hand was forced because the free press had demanded that this be unsealed. And it was clear that the Trump, uh, the Trump team wanted this to be unsealed. And now we do know that, you know, Trump's attorney has a copy of this. So in theory, I mean, the former president or his attorney could release these details. Well, according Most to people. Trump's team, it's different, though. They, they have one part of it, but they don't have all of the specific details. And they've been very clear about that. They want all of the details released. What they have still has sealed components that a federal judge yesterday ordered to be released. This is also a president who has, who has... Excuse me. Sorry. Most people don't want... Uh, this information to be public. And so you have to question the motivation of the president or the former president, the private citizen that had a search warrant served on him. Uh, you have to question his motivations for putting it out there. He's the one who's putting it in the news. The reporting wasn't bad. I do agree that the word raid is wrong, but I think that the, the attorney general didn't have any obligation to talk to us at all. The fact that he did, I thank him for that. Okay, so we are three minutes and 48 seconds into the interview, and she has already contradicted herself. We have to question the motivate. No, the, nobody, nobody has a right to any of this information. He shouldn't. He went above and beyond by saying this. He didn't have to do any of this. He was offering this because of, of the, the optics, and he was going above and beyond to uh, Trump is putting this out there. What is the motivation of him putting it out there? Uh, transparency. Duh. If he's the subject of the investigation and Trump wants the inf information to be released to the public, what other motivation would there be other than I have nothing to hide? Show everybody. Can you think of one? Anybody? Can anybody think of one? Anybody? Bueller? No. If President Trump believes that this should be released and made public for everybody, it is not up to this woman to say nobody has a right to see it 
he's the target of the investigation. And if he wants it to be released, then whatever can be released can be released. And, and friendly reminder, as I've been telling you for the past couple of days, a federal judge, the same magistrate who signed the search warrant, ordered the Department of Justice to release the, the uh, search warrant anyway. Because the component that they have with the, uh, the Trump team, that doesn't have everything in it. Okay, it does. It just basically is we're authorized to search these premises. It doesn't say what all the specifics are or any of that stuff. That is all the other stuff that needs to be unsealed. So as we debunk this already, it is a complete lie for anybody to say that Trump and his team could have released the search warrant. They didn't have access to all of those specifics. It took a court order to release those specifics. And yesterday, when the attorney general came out on television and said, I have filed to unseal the search warrant, he did so because he was required to do so by the 15th. Because he was ordered to do so by a federal judge after the Times Union in New York and Judicial Watch both filed separate FOIA requests to unseal this search warrant. They both did this, and the judge gave him until the 15th to respond, and that's what he did yesterday while trying to say, this is my idea to be transparent. No, not true. So, again, we're going to continue this, but this is imperative. It gets worse, but this is imperative that we have this discussion about fake news, conspiracy theories from blue and on conspiracy theorists being allowed on news in order to lie to the audience and manipulate all of this stuff. So we'll talk about that coming up on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel and covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, 107.5 FM. Once again, Casey Hendrickson here, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, covering for Pat Miller, News Talk 1190, 1075FM. I was on a panel of four people yesterday with Erin Perini. Uh, Erin Perini, again, from uh, from Team Trump. And she was she was great. She was fantastic. I did, and people keep commenting on this because I couldn't see it when I did it live. I was only able to watch the video later and see how she was laughing hysterically at some of the things that I ended up saying during out during this uh, panel. But as we've already highlighted here, we're three minutes and 48 seconds into this, this discussion. And we have had multiple blue and non conspiracy theories coming from these two left wing ladies that are demonstrably false. Um, and it, like I said, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why people feel like they could just go onto the, the news and speak about something that they didn't bother spending any time researching. I don't know, but they do. And it drives me nuts. Anyway, back to the audio. I want, I want to continue this. Cue it up, please. All right, here we go. The reporting was bad. Newsweek said that Merrick Garland did not and was not involved in the warrant or the execution of it. And then Merrick Garland had to come out today and say, I personally signed off on this. So Newsweek got the story wrong and their sources were wrong. I have yet to see a retraction or a correction at all from Newsweek relative to a story that was incorrect. And the attorney general essentially had to go out and be his own PR person and clean up. I think we should focus on the reality at hand, which is it's a former president who has multiple lawsuits, not only in Florida, but Georgia and New York. He was just sitting with our attorney general in the state of New York just yesterday because we've never seen a president who is engaged in this much possibly illegal and criminal activity. So it is important for the attorney general of the United States to help give some sort of context for the American people. No, he does not have to do that. But we also know, as I said before, because the former president's supporters can be so incredibly violent to those who are elected officials 
or pundits or those in the media or regular citizens, I think trying to bring the temperature down with such a egregious series of uh, behaviors from the former president is really important in this particular moment. Now, what elected officials have been attacked by Trump supporters? I can name Republicans that have been attacked by Democrats. I have played you montages of Democrats openly calling for them to be harassed in public. We had a Supreme Court justice who was almost assassinated. Two other justices were being targeted by that same man. So again, you've got a blue and non conspiracy theorist repeating lies, and that's, that's all they have. I don't want to talk about the thing that we're talking about. Let's just go back to the fact that I think Trump is violent. Oh, okay. Crazy person. Anyway, it continues. Okay. Especially, yeah, as we the celebrate the, especially as we celebrate the fifth year of Charlottesville, uh, where the then president said it was good people on both sides. And we've seen how that was just a precursor to January 6th and the violence we experienced then. Yeah, we, we can repeat the Charlottesville lie all we want, but we yeah, all know that he, he completely, completely condemned white supremacists on there. And even the chief of police in Charlottesville made it very clear that there were four groups there, two groups who were peaceful on op- opposing sides a violent Antifa outburst, and then, of course, the the violent white supremacists who are there. That is crystal clear, and that's a matter of record. Repeating the Charlottesville lie doesn't do anybody any good. And the fact of the matter is... What about the attorney sides? General, How are there good the people The attorney general sides? was going What's to have to go this? out there. The attorney general was going to have to go out there and have to respond to this by the 15th anyway. His hand was forced. He didn't want to tell anybody about this. It was Team Trump who wanted people to know. Just like Team Trump was out there telling everybody that he wanted these documents unsealed to begin with when we found out that the Department of Justice refused to do their duty and release those documents as ordered by the president of the United States until he got out of office. And then they just didn't release the documents that they were ordered to declassify, which, by the way, probably should warrant an FBI raid on some people. And this is the the reality is. We have a situation where we're dealing with potential documents, right? And even if Trump did anything wrong, the fact that nobody has cared about this, going back to Sandy Berger and has never actually done anything about this in the past, nobody's going to buy this type of police activity or FBI raid. And it is, by definition, an actual raid. You talk to any police officer, any federal Casey, agent, I want to jump in. And, and we'll, we'll leave it leave it on that because it continues um, and they're they're pulling their hair out at this point. In time. And it is. It's a raid. By definition, it is an absolute raid. And there isn't anybody in law enforcement who tell you that it isn't one. So we'll continue with this coming up in just a couple of minutes because it does. It gets juicy. and It gets pretty good. Uh, Casey Hendrickson here on 95.3 MNC, also covering for Pat Miller on Newstalk 1190. Whoa, whoa, 107.5 FM. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson, also covering for Pat Miller today on News Talk 1190, Wobo, 107.5 FM. I want to thank the Fort Wayne audience for joining us. Uh, for the Michiana audience, there is an accident at Maine and Broadway. So this is uh, by Battelle, so you want to avoid that area if you can. So, again, I, I just, one, it's kind of fun sharing, you know, I was on television last night in a panel debate. Uh, it's fun sharing that with the audience. I, there was three segments. So there's two additional segments beyond this one that I'm not going to play for you. If you want to watch them, I'll post them and, and that sort of thing. But this one was so particularly enlightening because you had two individuals who were so willing to lie and so willing to say things that were debunked and not true and then pretend that they were and that I was somehow, you know, the crazy person is absolutely hysterical. So we left off with me saying, look, this was a raid. You got these two leftists out there saying it's not a raid. I would like to point out that Dr. Greer is like a black supremacist lady. 
Now, do you think for a second, if the FBI showed up at a young black male's house with all of these agents kicked in his door and went through all of his stuff, do you think that she would call it a raid or not? I'm willing to bet she'll call it a raid, and I'm willing to bet she would say it was because of skin color, but suddenly it's not a raid. This is the other thing, and we're going to get into this here in just a second, but... um, The left keeps going back and forth. They hate law enforcement. They've always hated law enforcement. They actively engage in anti-law enforcement rhetoric. They accuse law enforcement of hunting young black men, okay, with impunity. They accuse them of, of racism. They accuse them of executing people. They accuse them of, you know, criminal entrapment and all sorts of other things. And then all of a sudden, they're they're the ones pearl clutching when you point out that there's potential abuse at some levels of law enforcement when it happens. Does that make sense to anybody? Whereas libertarians, conservatives have always supported law enforcement, but we have always, always called out police abuse when it happens. And that's called consistency. That side only supports law enforcement when they can use it for their political advantage. Those two women there don't give a damn about cops. They don't care about agents. They don't care about any of them. You know how I know? Because I went and decided to do a deep dive on both of them before my panel. Why? Because I like doing research before I go on television, unlike these two. And they don't like police, and they think police are racist, and they think policing is racist, and they think that there's tons of hate crimes and targeted murders by police officers all over the country. Now they're mad? They're mad that people like me might be calling into question the methodology used by the FBI here? Oh, that's wonderfully convenient, don't you think? So anyway, it continues. Here's uh, more of that debate. I want to jump in there to the panel here, you know, because traditionally, I think that takes us to another another aspect of this. You know, traditionally, this is a party very supportive of of law enforcement. At this point, though, now some Republican leaders are calling to defund the FBI and the Department of Justice. So based on that, is now is now a good time to potentially reevaluate our justice system? Well, I think the FBI has some real credibility issues. Yeah, there are major concerns. The Department of Justice was investigating parents for pushing back on CRT and standing up. They were calling them domestic terrorists. Absolutely, there should be more oversight and conversations about what the funding is doing there and who these individuals are. Absolutely, it's completely fair game. Doctors, Laura, Christina, you guys both agree? At this point, I I find this this quote-unquote conversation, just not in good faith. I mean, if we can't even agree on basic facts, they shut is, down. you know, what happened in Charlottesville, which has led to January 6th, if we aren't even talking basic about what happened with Bill Barr, excuse me, I'm still speaking. I'm That's still speaking. Fact. If, still if we fact. are still debating the fact that Donald Trump has incited violence across this nation and his attorney general, Bill Barr, aided and abetted so many ridiculous crimes uh, and allowed the president to do so. I don't understand why we're having this conversation if we're not going to have crimes. Please, please name them. What crimes? She won't be able to answer. Yeah, that's not a question she can answer because it's so easy to placate and try to talk in these vast generalities when you don't have the facts on your side. So unless you have a specific crime, which a criminal warrant would mean that you would be able to prove, show in a specific place that you could support a crime, which they weren't able oh, no, to no, do no, in no, this no, instance. That so, isn't so actually let's how go. a yes, search yes, warrant yes, works. Yes, no, no, ma'am. You can't. No, no, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So okay, if you just right, want to tell her to make No, but unless you're going to actually name a crime that you believe the president committed, you just sound absolutely ridiculous. Name a crime. Name a crime, please. I don't have to. I can actually name one. Well, then don't shout over me. I don't have to. I can actually name one if anybody's interested. 
Um, the FISA court, the FISA court repeatedly saying that the Comey FBI was routinely and and consistently violating the law and violating American civil rights. And Director Ray and Andrew McCabe sitting there in the FISA court, there's a reason the court released these documents and promising that they were going to end those programs. And over the past six months, we have found out not once but twice that the FBI has continued those illegal programs on American citizens of warrantless surveillance. That's a crime. Where's the raids on that? All right, Dr. Laura, I saw you shaking your head there. Let's just get some final thoughts and, and then we'll move on. Yeah, this is good. Do bad, do Dr. Laura, did you know? I saw you shaking your head. No. Who's Dr. Laura? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you to me? I'm sorry, Tracy, Dr. Tracy. No, I, I, I am, I, you know, I, I worry about disinformation. I worry about the network spreading that. And I, I, this is extremist stuff that I'm hearing. And I feel that it's inappropriate to be giving out false information to the American public. So I'm going to leave it at that. All right. And, and here's the thing. I can give you the actual court documents from the FISA court. This is not something that's written about on some blog. It's written about in your traditional corporate media. This is not something that is secret. The FISA court took the unprecedented step of releasing the transcripts of that program, and then they've continuously continued to violate that program. That is a fact. That's not me spreading some rumor. That's not some blog post somewhere. That's not misinformation. That right, is an Casey. absolute news story. All right. Well, panel, certainly uh, very Word. active discussion. Uh, and then I linked to the FISA documents on my Facebook page last night, just in case anybody came looking for me. <laughs> so, you, you understand my point, though? Uh, we, uh, we just, why are we even having this discussion? We can't agree on just basic facts. Okay, basic fact is he condemned white supremacy that day. And then she keeps talking, no, that's a fact. Oh, she keeps talking, nope, nope, that's still a fact. And it's true, he did. I have played you the audio of it a million times. A million times, but they continue to repeat the Charlottesville lie. And then you get the other lady, this Dr. Tracy lady, and she's, I just worry about the network putting misinformation out there. This is extremist stuff. Okay, extremist stuff is having a psychopath sitting there on the bottom left-hand side of your screen telling everybody that William Barr committed a bunch of crimes and Donald Trump has committed a bunch of crimes and may have committed more crimes than any other president in history and can't name a single act that was criminal. Not one. And then the other lady going, I don't have to name one. Just name one. Just one. I even read you the Yahoo article the other day. Expect the Georgia case against Trump to fall apart because there's no evidence. This is, the, this is the most investigated person that has ever been in the White House, period, end of story, and not a single thing has ever stuck to him. Why is that? Why is it that every time it's not politically expedient, suddenly it goes away? You got this leak yesterday. Oh, don't question the integrity of the Department of Justice and the FBI. And then there's a leak that comes out, and then another leak, and then another leak last night. Nuclear codes? Nuclear codes? What happens now? You see a bunch of psychopath left-wing people out there going, Oh my God, Donald Trump had nukes! The codes change every single day, you blithering idiot. If he did have nuclear codes, they change every day and they would be obsolete. And the nuclear codes don't even launch missiles. Dumb dumb. All the nuclear codes are used for to prove that the person talking, talking to you on the other end of the phone is actually the President of the United States. That's all it is. It's two-factor authentication that you all use for Facebook. That's all it is. You think anybody is going to confuse Donald Trump's voice with Joe Biden's voice or whoever's actually got access to the nuclear the nuclear codes right now? This is it's so ridiculous. But that's what goes out because everybody wants to get their their, you know, sand in their their panties and get all super upset about all of this. 
you just had two crazy people, and I mean crazy people, on that network espousing provable, demonstrable lies. I and Aaron Perini with facts that we can actually show you in black and white official documentation. They had no official documentation corroborating anything they said at all. Dr. Greer wasn't even trying to say anything valid. All it was is Trump is a criminal who's committed more crimes than anybody anybody else in the history of all humankind and, uh, you know, Charlottesville because she's a race baiter. That's how she makes her career. That's allowed on television. But they want me censored for linking directly to a FISA document that the court took the unprecedented stance of releasing. The FISA court's extremely secret. When the FISA court decides to tell you the FBI is screwing with your civil rights, you should probably pay attention to it. Do you remember when that story broke, me telling you this is massive, that nobody is covering this? Because one day, it is going to be back in the headlines, and everybody's going to look at you like you're crazy. That is yesterday. Got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3. Don't forget, open line starts at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Also covering for Pat Miller. Newstalk 1190. Whoa, whoa, 107.5 FM. Now, again, I wanted to turn this into a teachable moment, and I will, for the record, I'm going to run down a bunch of news stories for you, which prove my point about what I was saying about the FBI programs and the FISA court. I linked to those FISA documents on Facebook last night um, because I knew that people were going to be asking for them. It is a story that I think I might be the only person in in radio or television to even tell you about. I, I don't know. I don't know of anybody else who has done it. Here's a story from yesterday. The World Economic Forum is proposing artificial intelligence to automate censorship of, quote, hate speech and, quote, misinformation. So those two ladies there would love the World Economic Forum to use artificial intelligence against me so that way they can continue to lie, but I can't tell the truth. It's completely Orwellian. If I were the one lying, they should have easily been able to dismantle me yesterday, but they couldn't. We even gave them an opportunity. Aaron Perini and I simply asked, what crime? Couldn't name one. Two doctors? Couldn't name doctors of academia. Not real doctors, but doctors of academia. Two doctors could not name a single crime. We played you the video yesterday of that crazy person outside of Trump Tower. We've never had anybody with more provable crimes. Oh, what are those provable crimes? Uh, I'm done talking. It's this isn't that difficult. It's okay for you to not like somebody. It's okay for you to not like somebody's policies, their personality, the way that they do things. That's okay. What I've been saying going back to the Bush administration is it's not okay to just lie about them. There were plenty of things wrong with George W. Bush's presidency. You didn't need to make up lies like he committed war crimes or violated international law. Those are never true. But, you know, go ahead. When it came to Obama, there's plenty of things wrong with the Obama administration. You don't need to make up lies like... He's not an American citizen, not qualified or president or anything like that. There's plenty of wrong. Stop focusing on the nonsensical stuff. It was the same thing with, with Trump. It's going to be the same thing with Biden by the time we get through with all of this. 
You know, you there are plenty of things for you to actually say that have meaning and value than to just sit there and lie about somebody. So those two ladies would love for the World Economic Forum's artificial intelligence to censor hate speech and misinformation so they can keep people like me from shutting up so they still have a platform to go say the lies that they repeatedly told for ten and a half minutes last night. So let's let's run down the let's run down some of these these lists here. Um and we'll get into what the what team Trump has been doing and, and that sort of stuff because I think it's it's important. Um Back in 2017, May 2017, this is me, okay? FISA court says James Comey's FBI was constantly breaking the law. It was an entire show that I did. And I linked to the podcast and everything else in there. Um, that is, that's all there. Former FBI director James Comey headed the FBI during a time when declassified documents in the FISA court says the FBI was constantly breaking the law and violating the constitutional rights of Americans. The media is still yapping about Russia without any evidence and can't be bothered to give this story any attention. Now that is in May of 2017, guys. And I link to those documents on my Facebook page, and I'll put them in the Daily Show prep again. I will put them in there just so you have them. Okay? So that's the 20, that's 2017. December 2019, FISA court released a statement blasting Comey's FBI for misconduct and providing false information to the court. That's two years later. Let's, let's go the next month, January of 2020. The FBI director has apologized to the FISA court, but has not apologized to, to uh, Carter Page over warrant application abuses. I'm the conspiracy theory, according to these two ladies? Really? Christopher Steele used random CNN online comments to create the anti-Trump dossier, and the FBI used that to lie to the FISA court and spy on Trump. Do we, do we need to go on? Oh, of course we do. It'll be open lines here, though. You can call 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. We'll take those calls in the order that we get them. I got several more headlines about this FBI program and the abuses that continue to happen. And it's been uncovered twice in the past year. Continuing to do it. Now, if you've got the director of the FBI promising to end a program that the FISA court says is illegal, but he continues to do it, why isn't he being raided by the marshals or somebody? Anybody? Would love to know that. But I'm the conspiracy theorist, right? They're really concerned about what I had to say on TV last night. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson, also covering for Pat Miller. News Talk 1190, 107.5 FM. It is open lines. We do this every Friday from 4 until 6. You can call about anything that you want. The Glass Doctor of Elkhart and St. Joseph County phone number is 574-25-95-953. That is 2595-953. So let me just uh, let me roll through just a couple of these things, then I'll head to the phone lines. Okay, New Jersey Herald, uh, more government spying and lying. Twice last week, this is in uh, May of 2021, Twice last week, the federal government's unconstitutional spying on ordinary Americans was exposed. One of these revelations was made by a federal judge in Washington, D.C., who wrote that the FBI was still using warrantless spying in criminal cases, notwithstanding the Constitution and federal laws. The other revelation was a surprise even to those of us who monitor these things. The United States Postal Service acknowledged that it had been spying on Americans. Now, we told you about both of those stories. Now, that is the New Jersey Herald. 
So I'm spreading dangerous conspiracy theories, according to the two left-wing ladies who were on with me last night on News Nation, right? This is extremist stuff and misinformation, she said. Really? Did you know that one of the spies that Comey put inside the White House to spy on Trump stole classified information? Was his house ever raided? His house was not raided. He got a job at CNN. He now works for CNN. Okay, here's another story here. This is one of the stories from the last year. April 29, 2022. FBI surged data of millions of Americans without warrants. The surge came as the Bureau sought to curb a wave of hacking attacks in the ACLU. The ACLU calls it an invasion of privacy on an enormous scale. It's the same program that the FBI promised that they would end after the FISA court admonished them. But it's extremist, and I'm spreading misinformation, right? That's Bloomberg, by the way, and the ACLU. Here's the Hill. How the FBI uses laws to spy on foreign terrorists to spy on you. That's in the Hill on 6-10-2022. Or how about this one for Dr. Greer, since she's so interested in stuff like this. From The Intercept, the FBI spends a lot of time spying on black Americans. How about that? See, this is the thing I keep pointing out. When BLM was, um, you know, when they were looking for allies and they actually found some allies and people who opposed government abuse, BLM just called them white supremacists and wasn't interested in working with them, even though they had the same complaints about government abuse of power as BLM had. Dr. Greer, the FBI that you were defending yesterday, spends a very large amount of time illegally spying on black Americans. Maybe it should be a story instead of attacking me about that we could at least coordinate some effort on exposing. Possibility. You think? Okay, let's move on here. April 26, 2021. FBI searched NSA spying records on Americans without a court order. That is raw story. You notice all of these are left-wing news outlets, corporate media, Next, FX, I think that's how you say it, IFEX, FX, should Congress close the FBI's back door for spying on American communications? Yes. That is August of 2021. The Guardian. Declassified documents reveal the CIA has been sweeping up information on Americans. Civil Liberties Watchdog condemns the agency's collection of domestic data without congressional or court approval or oversight. I know it's not the FBI, but it's the CIA, and the FBI and the CIA do like to chat occasionally. That is from February of this year in The Guardian. But I'm, I'm spreading extremist views and misinformation, right, Dr. Tracy? WSWS.org, FBI using hacker techniques... To spy on Americans. That is August of 2013. Just to show you that this is not something that is new. Here's another story from The Intercept. The FBI spy planes were used to monitor a single suspect for nearly 429 hours without a warrant. Huh. But I'm a kook conspiracy theorist, right? The FBI is beyond reproach, right? Do you think Dr. Greer would think the FBI is beyond reproach and so defensible if I were able to point out that they have been warrantlessly surveilling black Americans? 
Or do you think suddenly she would change her tune? Remember, they're only friends of law enforcement when it benefits them. We're always friends of law enforcement when law enforcement is respecting the Constitution and your rights. And we, along with those members of law enforcement, want bad apples out. Which includes people who are abusing their authority with regularity. You notice, I didn't even bring up, beyond the Carter Page stuff, any of the other stuff involved with Team Trump that the FBI was caught fabricating. Didn't even bring it up. These were all just stories about that program related to that FISA court. To the phone lines we go. Andrew, welcome to the program. How's it going, Casey? What's up, man? (laughs) Well, you know, I I got a couple of things. One of them is how how is it that the left, and I'm going to just, you know, stay on the left here for a second. How can so much misinformation be out there and i'm sorry it they're not dumb they know it is i mean it's it's been proven how can somebody have such little self-respect for themselves to just keep following it i mean it it is the most insane thing no they're not going to have any credibility there's they still there's two answers to that yeah, I mean, yeah, there, go ahead. there's really two answers. One is some of them are not, they're not stupid, and they're intentionally doing it because they're tyrants. And they believe that it's okay to manipulate information to defeat the greater evil, which is, you know, anybody who doesn't agree with them. The other answer is a lot of them really are this stupid. And the reason that they're this stupid is they do not listen to shows like this. They don't read Um, anything that would violate their preconceived notion and confirmation biases. They exist in a bubble. And there's been so much research done in academia throughout, you know, the last 17 years that I've been on the air. And it consistently shows that people with left-wing views, in particular far left-wing views, will not deviate from a very small circle of information that they get. And they only seek out information which confirms their original assessment of a story. There is no other category of American citizen who falls into that category like left-wing people do. So they're consistently less informed on issues, less informed on civics, and, but, they, but they constantly hear the same thing reinforcing their own belief. And they have what they do, like, for example, with the Charlottesville thing. Oh, he said very fine people. He was referring to the peaceful people who wanted the statues to stay up and the peaceful people who wanted the statues to come down. He's like, those, they're fine people on both sides of that debate. And then he condemned the violence of the left and he condemned the violence of the white supremacists who were there. He did it in the next sentence. And what they're doing is they're just taking, well, he said there's very fine people on both sides and you are only evil people can want a, a Confederate statue to stay up. Everybody who wants a Confederate statue to stay up must be a bigot in spite of the fact that there were... Uh, civil rights people who wanted those statues to stay up as an historical marker of what happened, that stain of our history. And they ignored all of that, but they're lumping them all in with white supremacists. So it's really two answers. You got people who are tyrants, and then you have people who, honestly, they don't get any information other than what they get in their small little sphere, and their small little sphere is a giant little echo chamber that lives in a bubble and only says what they want, and they never provide any proof of of the truth. Well, and, and after that panel that you were, you know, playing for us, 
I mean, that, 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 that's the other, the other question I have is that, Casey, we can vote, we can continue to vote, and obviously the confidence that, and I'm sure I speak for a lot of people, uh, our, the confidence that our vote is actually not going to get skewed in some way. What else can we do as people to turn this around? I mean, because ultimately, if you look at the country's stance on, on certain things, we the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. No. I mean, you know, and so my question is, and I don't even know if you can answer that, Casey, and I'm probably not even asking you to, but it's a question that I want everybody out there listening to think about. What is it we can do? What what needs to be done? Because otherwise, if, if we do what we did a few years back and just sit on our hands and just let it play out, this is the result. Yeah. Yeah, every Republican who didn't like Mitt Romney and stayed home and let Obama take that election, they're responsible for all of this. Yeah. And and we told them that there was going to be they were going to rue the day. We told them that they were going to rue the day, and a lot of them were never Trumpers and it's because they realized they were wrong. They were wrong because a lot of the things that the Biden administration is getting away with, the Obama administration got away with and no prior administration had ever gotten away with that stuff. And so now right. it's become normalized. You know, I don't think it was a Freudian slip when Maxine Waters said that Obama was building a database on everybody and has uh, everything on everybody. I don't think that that was a Freudian slip. I think she wasn't supposed to tell anybody that, but it's pretty clear that they've been building databases on people. Well, and the other thing I want to want to say and just add to that is that it becomes the new normal unless you're a Republican. Then we can't use right. it. Right. Yeah, it's okay for them to. Yeah, it's okay for them to call for violence against you. The moment uh, somebody on the right calls for violence, it's the most egregious thing in the history of the world. Right. Exactly. So, all right, man. I got. I got to roll, man. Appreciate the call. All right, you take it easy, bro. You too. You too. You know, it's. You know, we do. We live in two Americas right now. We we live in in one who wants to get along with one another and wants the truth to get out, and we live in a totalitarian. Um, push that is desperately trying to kill off the country's history and take power. I told you there is a a movement right now globally to create a new aristocracy, and I'm not joking about that. We got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, also covering for Pat Miller on Newstalk 1190, Wawa 107.5 FM. You know, a couple of other things, too, I just I want to point out here. The Inspector General report revealed that Comey lied to Trump and that the FBI spied on Trump illegally. I would also like to point out that there was an FBI agent who filed a lawsuit against James Comey because he refused, as required by law, to disclose a warrantless spying program on American citizens. But again, I'm an extremist spreading misinformation on a news channel where they're claiming that the FBI hasn't done anything wrong and that there's no justifiable reason to call into question FBI leadership at this point in time. This is the type of madness that you are dealing with, with some people out there. And like I said, I I understand how it looked when I started the show. I'm like, I was on TV last night. Let's listen to me talk. 
Okay, there's two other segments that that we did that weren't nearly that contentious about two various topics, okay? And I could, if I really just wanted this about me, I could have played both of those because they were both entertaining and I was stellar in all of them. But this was the one that was a key example of what is wrong right now. Because you've got crazy pundits out there saying crazy things all over the news media. Those two women there who were repeatedly lying yesterday for that 10 and a half minute segment, they are the norm on all news. I am the rarity. And don't think for a second that that isn't by design, okay? They want most people, and, and for the record, News Nation is not contacting me about any of this. I've received no negative feedback from News Nation whatsoever. They have been treating me very good. But they want people, remember, be polite. Let the other side talk. No. I'm not going to let somebody go out there and repeat the debunked Charlottesville lie and waste my time. I missed my little girl's soccer game yesterday to be on that show. And I'm not going to have some psychopath go out there and spread a lie and waste my time. Remember what I told all of you, particularly you young men, don't let anybody waste your time. Your time is the most valuable thing that you have. Don't let a... A boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, a parent, a sibling, a friend, a job. Don't let anybody waste your time. If they do, you get that time back from them somehow, some way. It is the most important thing that you have. And if people waste your time, they are taking the most valuable thing that you possess and they are throwing it in the trash. And I'm not going to sit there while I'm on a panel and let somebody just repeat those lies over and over and over again. And guess what that means? That means sometimes, and I'm not saying this about News Nation because that has not happened. That means sometimes I don't get invited back. Because I don't let them lie to you. That's go on offense. It's imperative. Go on offense. Bill, welcome to the program. Hi, Casey. Hi there. Hey, I wanted to uh, thank you for everything you do, and uh, you help, you know, all this stuff piling on me and everything, you know, and it's hard to sort it all out. It so is. I listen to you, and and you help me sort it out, and that's a good thing. Thank you. I appreciate and it. I had a question. Okay. I have a question on on uh, way back uh, the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah. Whatever What. Whatever happened with that? I mean, I never, it seemed like it just disappeared quietly. They don't have any answers. That's, they, they don't have any answers, man. They never really finished the investigation. They never got to the bottom of why he he did what he did or any of that stuff. It's just, you know, he, he is who he is. They never really chased down the possibility that he was, in fact, um, a an ISIS recruit um, connected to the Philippines. They they never they never I don't know what to tell you man the report was basically ah we don't really know why he did it he just did it uh, we know that there's still missing evidence that is very problematic that doesn't seem to make any kind of sense which is going to fuel more more um, you know questions and conspiracy theories and things like that about it you know it's um unfortunately the sheriff that's responsible for that cluster is you know running for higher office. It's, it's, no, it's, it's a sad day. There will be, and there already has been some documentary movies made about it, but I guarantee you there's going to be movies made about it 
down the line where people are like, hey, we never got any answers on this. And yeah. there's no reason that we shouldn't have any answers. They basically made the excuse of this guy wiped his identity and, and made it difficult for him to track and uh, be tracked and all of that stuff. And, you know, it's okay if you say so, but none of it makes any sense. The FBI is not, they're involved in that, right? Sure, sure. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, everybody's involved in that. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. Yep. Well, that answers the question right there, doesn't it? Um, I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe look i uh, this is what i was saying when it happened is like look i know i know metro and i have my complaints about metro but that is that is a that is a premier law enforcement department las vegas metropolitan police department i would put them as far as investigative capabilities i would put them above probably every other department in this country and i mean that seriously new york la every, I mean, they have the ability to do things that other apart, departments cannot do and the fact that they messed this up so bad tells me it was intentional. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's just a theory I that I have. Okay. It's, I have no evidence of that. <laughs> this is my gut feeling. Okay. Just want everybody to know that that's my opinion. That's not a fact. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we separate the two on this Thanks show. Again, Casey. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you much. Okay. All right. We was a little long, long in the last segment, so I apologize about that. We'll get to your phone calls. I got Diana, I got Ted, got others coming up. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll take those phone calls coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Also covering for Pat Miller, Newstalk 1190, WOA 107.5 FM. October of 2019, New York Times reporters revealed that James Comey, the former director of the FBI, had a spy in the Attorney General Loretta Lynch's office. Knew what she was doing. James Comey was even spying on Loretta Lynch, a Democrat, black woman. James Comey, I'm going to say this again because Dr. Greer seemed really concerned about all of this stuff. Um, James Comey, a white man, was spying on the black attorney general of the United States. He had a spy in her office, just like he had a spy in the White House. June 2018. According to a watchdog, James Comey broke from FBI procedures in the Clinton probe. June 2017. James Comey was sued by a former intelligence contractor for hiding illegal surveillance. But, you know, hey, they're beyond reproach. They've never done anything wrong. You know, God forbid you should call for the FBI to have better oversight and for leadership to be removed. Diana, welcome to the program. Hi, Casey, and it's Dina, but that's okay. Hi, right, my apologies. What's up? No, you're fine. Um, hey, I just wanted to make a comment about something you said earlier this week when you talked about Gretchen the Witch. Um, said she had COVID, but she wasn't, she was fine. She wasn't going to die. And yeah. she said, good. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I have to disagree with you because I think that COVID took, has taken out the wrong people in this world. <laughs> well, maybe it was engineered to do that. <laughs> I'm not, oh, no. again, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just, you know, I'm just offering a conversation here. Um, no, I think when I think a lot alike. Because I think they've been listening, or they've been spying on Americans for a long time. And look, I have to ask this question: What kind of phone do you have? An iPhone. Okay, you have an iPhone. Have you noticed that your your virtual assistant has been coming on more lately than it used to, and it's like listening, uh, listening for instructions? Have you noticed that? I have not. Okay, so but you have I'm because not, I have. I'm not, 
that way. My my and, ki- my kid is joking about it. My kid is like, "Why is your phone constantly listening to us, Dad? What's going on?" I'm like, "Well, I'm assuming that's the government. <laughs> that's what I'm assuming." And here's the other thing: somebody's hacked into my Facebook and Instagram accounts multiple times over the past several months. I keep changing the password, and it's from an iPhone. Oh, oh, it's not me. No, I didn't say it was you. I'm just saying somebody's somebody's routinely doing it. So I assume that one of the computers in the studio has a keylogger on it. That's what I'm assuming. And uh-huh. and that somebody is snatching my information and trying to get into my social media. That's that's my assumption. Oh. Yeah. Oh, being you, I definitely would not doubt it because you have a very honest impact on a lot of people. Yeah. And I, I hope you stay no, strong and keep doing what you're doing. Well, you know, Lisa, I, I don't want to wish for anybody to die except for terrorists and communists. But, um, you know, it's I, under, well, I understand the feelings. <laughs> So I, there's a lot of people I'd like to see. Well, and I'm trying to keep it clean on your show. I but appreciate that. Yeah. I hope they hear me. Well, <laughs> well, here's the thing, Dina. If anybody wants to get really upset about that, just remind them that Gretchen Whitmer, un, not unintentionally, but intentionally killed a bunch of senior citizens. Absolutely. Let's not forget Absolutely. that. Yeah. Dina, thank you so much yep. for the call. I do appreciate it. You have a great night. You weekend. Too. You too. Yeah, it's... Um, I, I, this has been a weird thing, and I don't. I, I've asked everybody else if it's happened to them, and they're like, "No, it hasn't happened to us." My, my phone pops up transcribing what I'm saying probably 10, 15 times a day. It's consistent. It's irritating my kid to say the least. My daughter watched last night. My oldest and Bree looked at the TV. She watched that segment. She goes, "Case, uh, she, you know, Casey." She was dad. Uh, she goes. Why, first of all, she asked why I was the only boy. I was like, uh, because that's how things work. <laughs> and then, then she says, um, why do they get mad at you for interrupting them, but they were always interrupting you? And I was like, because they're liberals. <laughs> then I had to explain what a liberal was and how bad they were. In general, um, but you know, this is this is my ten year old kid. Like, why are they getting so mad at you? But they they keep doing what they're getting mad at you for doing. That's a great great observation there, young lady. I appreciate uh, appreciate it coming from the mouths of babes. Uh, Tad, welcome to the program. Hello, sir. Hi there. I want to tell you something. You are totally correct. They have the uh, want to make aristocracy and uh, feudal system. That's yep. first. Mm-hmm. Second is when I was in the old country between 1948 and 1950 for four years, they searched our house exactly like they did with uh, uh, Mr. Trump. And then my father said, I'm going to go to the city to work over there. And he disappeared from. And it's not, it's not only that, but it's the fact that my father was a hero, uh, got a medal of, uh, of gold from the Communist Party in 1948 for uh, uh, being a hero uh, during the Second World War uh, mm-hmm. against the fascists. I, I requested from the uh, Romanian embassy to give me his, his uh, 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 decoration and his Luger. I will, I will tell them where, where, uh, where the Luger was buried. But they refused to do it. He said, no, because of the fact that we'll make your dad a communist. He was in no party on the uh, uh, old country. Yeah, he was, uh, he was, he was just because, because he was in the war and because the Communist Party had, had honored him. 
Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, we got uh, we pay only half of the uh, income tax for the house and the land because of the decoration. Mm. I have a, I have a story with that one too, and uh, my father he was from my old Kentucky home, and my country TZRD was singing all the time. Yeah. But anyhow, thank God we are in America now. I see over here coming that I, I live through. When we come over here and tell to uh, uh, our uncles and aunts in, in Chicago and Detroit, they could not believe it. How they are allowed to do that one to you? Well, it, there's a, yeah, and there's a member of Congress, and I forget her name right now. I can look it up during the commercial break, but, you know, she's, she's from over there too. She immigrated, and she's like, this is the stuff that happened under communism where I'm from. And, you know, it's you've seen this repeatedly pointed out by people like you, Ted, who've experienced it. Like all of the stuff that we've witnessed happen has happened in all of these places where you have tyrannies and you can't allow it yeah. to happen here. And that's, you know, but like I said, there is a 100 percent. There is a plot to create a new aristocracy and everybody yeah. who are the little bob bobbleheads and go no, along with it. Like these two yeah. ladies yesterday, they, no. they're hoping to have a nice little co cushy job in the aristocracy. Uh, 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 listen, dear. But uh, you, this is idea, uh, your idea with aristocracy and uh, uh, Red Horizon. You have the book yep. uh, of Jam uh, Pacheco. So he is talking about it too. And anyhow, I come from uh, from a country like that. I don't care because in my house is not a reception. In my house is depression, depression, and they talk about recession. We passed the recession a long time ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. Ted, I appreciate you, it. I, but... I, I, I wish you good luck and God bless you and your family. You too. You too, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Five seven four twenty five ninety five ninety five three. Jeff, welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Hello, Jeff. Casey? Yeah, what's up? Well, I got a question. I know you don't do it, but and I'd like to use a couple words that Bongino uses, but can you tell me why the buffoon and the moron, uh, what's his name, uh, doggone it, he's the one that got slapped with a chair when he had his <laughs> own show. Geraldo? <laughs> yeah, Geraldo. We all, we all know Geraldo. Okay. Why, can you tell me why that Fox News even asked him for his his opinion on anything? Um. Well, okay. So Fox used to have a template of having moderates, the right, and the left. Right. That used to be their template, and so they would keep the, them employed. So you always had visceral discussions, like what I had with these ladies yesterday. Uh, it, it kind of got away from that, but some of the old left-wing talent still remains. And I, I assume that part of that is they've been there for a long time. Everybody knows them. Everybody likes them. Um, that sort of thing, even if the audience technically doesn't, you know. So I, I think Geraldo kind of fits into that category. Um, and look, I, it, every time he opens his mouth, let's be honest, it creates traffic for Fox. You know, people... People like uh, talking about it, uh, you know, every time Bongino tears him apart, which isn't very difficult to do, it becomes a big thing over there. So it's a ratings get as well. 
But, you know, there's no doubt that when Geraldo opens his mouth, he's not a very bright human being. I mean, he hasn't been for a very long time. Most people know that. Um, and he embarrasses himself with regularity. And so long as he's okay with selling his soul to embarrass himself with regularity, he doesn't, he's not wise enough to know that he's embarrassing himself. But um, then I guess, you know, so, so be it. As long as it works, as long as they're getting ratings and revenue off of it, then, you know, they have, uh, you know, the token, if you will, left-wing guy over there. I know Brian uses him quite often. And well, I, Brian and him I are friends, Brian yeah. Some, I wish Brian would let people know just before he puts him on, because I'd rather listen to some <laughs> uh, noise on the radio than him. Yeah. And, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You, you take care. And, you know, like I said, it's you know, people work there for a long time. They, they form friendships and things like that. You know, Brian Kilmeade and Chris Wallace are good friends, too. You know, so he would have Chris Wallace on his show all the time. They didn't agree on much, but, you know, they're good friends. It's like uh, the old days we had Hannity and Combs and, and all of that stuff. But, you know, there's there's not much of that left over um, on any cable news at this point in time. CNN pretends to have Republicans, but they don't actually have Republicans. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Also covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, Wawa 107.5 FM. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Also coming from Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, 107.5 FM. It is open lines. You can call about any old thing you want. Like I said, I just took the opportunity of my experience yesterday on News Nation to provide a teachable moment and things that you need to be aware of when you're dealing with blue and on conspiracy theorists. Um and I did not say QAnon. A couple of people thought I said QAnon when Dr. Tracy was talking over me. I was saying blue Anon conspiracies aside. That was after Dr. Greer had espoused a bunch of blue Anon conspiracy theories. Blue Anon is a radical left-wing conspiracy theory mantra, uh, which is uh, obviously a takeoff of QAnon. So, you know, it's, you get to see what, what they do, how they act, what it's like. Um, and you actually got to see somebody holding them accountable in Aaron Perini and myself. And that was, I think it's important because you don't see that a lot. Oftentimes you'll just see people have a polite discussion and disagree and everything else while allowing one side to just lie to everybody. Um, and then being accused of lying and not actually providing any support for that. And I did. And that's the reason that they are uh, probably drinking a little bit more today than they, they were yesterday. There could be an eye twitch or two involved as well. Not really sure. All right, 574-2595-953. That is 2595-953. Dana, welcome to the program. Hello. Hello? Hi. Um, actually, it's Donna. Donna, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Don't hey, blame me. Hi, I'm not the one who writes hey. the names in the call screener. I just read them. Hey. I know there's a lot of people that say Dana instead of Donna. Ah. I guess it's how I talk. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> thank you for taking my call. Sure. But um, I had a theory as soon as I heard about this raid, because I knew that Judicial Watch had filed a lawsuit to release the Russiagate documents and have all of those um, released. Mm -hmm. And Cash Patel was on with Dan Bongino today, and he said the same thing, that he thinks that this has to do with the Russiagate documents 
And if they confiscate all of these documents, they can say that there's an ongoing investigation going on, so they can't release them again, Mm -hmm. because it portrays a very poor picture of the DOJ and the FBI, and I was just wondering what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, so when when the raid first happened, one of the things that I pointed out was that the you know, the president had declassified all of this stuff, right? It, right. It, everything that dealt with uh, Russia collusion, everything that dealt with Hillary's server, he declassified. But the Department of Justice didn't do what they were supposed to do and declassify it. They slow walked it until he was out of office, and then they didn't, they didn't follow through with the declassification as they are required to do by law. So what I was telling people, considering we already know that, and Team Trump saying, look, all of the documents that we had at Mar-a-Lago were already declassified. My assumption is, is that these documents are probably the documents that they declassified that the DOJ didn't do their job. And now what's happening is they're going to go through, they're going to take these documents and say these were not declassified, even though we have, going back in October of 2020, the order from Trump to declassify them. And we even have the official docs as well as the social media posts. So we, we already know that they wanted these things made public. So I believe that you are onto something. I agree with Cash Patel. Cash is going to know a lot more about this than any of us. Um, but that was my, my instant gut was that the DOJ has already refused to declassify documents that they're required to declassify. So it's entirely possible that the reason that they did that was so that they could say, oh, he took documents he wasn't supposed to be able to. But I have to remind everybody, too, the mere act of the commander in chief taking documents out of the White House could in and of itself be a declassification. So depending on the category of documents, this still might just be a giant show. Well, and they just had on the news just a little bit ago that they're going to one of the charges might be an espionage charge because he took documents that are considered top secret. I mean, they are. They are going to all right. ends to try and get Trump. Well, yeah, and like I said, you know, you get into real legal weeds here, according to the scholars, on on whether or not that could even apply. You know, and again, for yeah. anybody who might be tuning in for the first time, it's also important that you know that every single former president goes through this with the, the National Archives about what right. documents they took and have to return, and the fact that they were cooperating and that the room mm-hmm. was secured in a way that they told them to secure with the Secret Service. The Secret Service secured that room. Um, so there is, there's major problems with conducting a raid like this, period, when they were cooperating. So there's a lot. There's a lot that uh, has to go into this. But yeah, this has always been my suspicion at the very beginning, is that these might be the documents that he did order declassified, and they just they refused to do it because they wanted to come back and get him later. That's right. All right. That's I, right. I got to roll. I'm on a hard break, but thank you thank so you. much. I do appreciate it. Uh-huh. All right. But uh, yeah, this is um, this is going to be real, real interesting. But as as I said last night on TV, Team Trump has been calling for this thing to be released. It did get released. You know, Trump went way ahead uh, before anybody else. He's like, I'm not going to stand in the way of anybody unsealing this warrant. I've been wanting this warrant unsealed from the very beginning. I want to see what's in it. And so it's unsealed now. They're saying that they found classified documents there. But Team Trump says these are documents that we declassify. <laughs> so it's uh, it's going to be an interesting debate, no doubt about it. Got more coming up.
All right. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson, also covering for Pat Miller. News Talk 1190, 107.5 FM. I just want to go over a couple of things here. Then we'll head back to the phone lines for everybody. This is uh, Donald Trump on Truth Social. Nuclear weapons issue is a hoax, just like Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax. Two impeachments were a hoax. The Mueller investigation was a hoax and much more. Same sleazy people involved. Why wouldn't the FBI allow the inspection of areas at Mar-a-Lago with our lawyers or others present? Made them wait outside in the heat. Wouldn't let them get even close. Uh, said absolutely not planting information, anybody. Reminds me of a Christopher Steele dossier. Now, what's interesting about this, and, you know, Trump has gone on. He's accurately pointed out. He's like, look, uh, you know, Obama has 33 million pages of documents, including presidential records. That has never been returned to the National Archive, and there's never been a an execution of a search warrant on any Barack Obama property. And he's supposed to return those to the archives. The archives have been wanting them back. He said, oh, I'm going to digitize them and give them back to you. He never has. He's never digitized them. He's never given them back. And nothing has ever happened. Now, what's interesting about the search warrant, when you look at the search warrant, is this appears to be, again, a Russia situation. The, the search warrant um, specifically is talking about these documentations uh, that that Trump may potentially have, okay, being uh, for the use by an adversary to harm the United States. That's what the, the code is that they cited. So <laughs> it's just, it's like, okay, okay, if you say so. And as I've said before, you know, let's just say theoretically, all right, Team Trump says they declassified all of these things. I've already given you my my explanation of why I think that uh, there could be a discrepancy there. But even if there was a mistake made, even if there was information which was, again, freely offered to the FBI at any time that they wanted, there was no reason for the raid. They were cooperating. They were trying to get this through. This is something that commonly happens with former presidents. They just never raided. Uh, the other thing is, is that all of these things that you're accusing Trump of doing, Hillary did times 20. And nobody cared. So we're you're not going to get a large chunk of the country to sympathize with the government's case here because we have Sandy Berger, we've got a misdemeanor, we've got Hillary Clinton, uh, we've got, you know, the IRS, we've got several other people doing the exact same thing, but much worse, much, much worse. And no nobody did anything about it. There was no raids, there was no charges, there was none of that. So you're going to get a large chunk of people who go, well, even if he did do wrong, so did all of these other people, and we never did anything about that, so why should we care about this? And that was far worse. You know, Hillary's server was exposed to a foreign a foreign uh, spy agency. We know that. We know that a foreign agency got access to that at one point in time. So at the end of the day, you're not going to get a lot of people to go along with you. There will be people with Trump derangement syndrome, yeah, get them! But... They're the only ones, and they're not they're not the majority. The majority of people are going to look at this and go, are you serious? Like, we know for a fact that she destroyed her BlackBerry phones and several iPads, and she deleted documents and wiped her server and all of this other stuff. And, you know, the same thing ended up happening with the IRS hard drives. We're, we're supposed to care about documents that he declassified, that you just didn't declassify in time in order to go ahead and do this. You know, this is... um. It stinks to high heaven. Everybody knows it stinks to high heaven. Uh, you're only dealing with absolute tribalists who think that this is okay. That's the problem. 
574-2595-953. Dylan, welcome to the program. How's it going, KZ? It's going well, man. What's up? So the other day I read a tweet from that crazy Biden guy. Uh, he tweeted out saying that he felt so accomplished that gas prices were now down by like 90 cents. I feel like they take five steps back and they do like half a step forward and they feel so accomplished by that little step they've made. And little, like I just feel like we're, we're still in a hole and – we're nowhere near where we were a year and a half ago. Why do you think we're in a so hole? Well, why do you think we're in a hole? Haven't you heard there's 0% inflation this last month? Right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I feel like they're just oblivious to, the, like, the the steps back we've taken. But all they can say is, oh, you know, we've, we're up 90 cents. Well, okay, well, we're still... $2 down from where we were right. a year and a half ago. Well, and we always knew that the market was going to correct itself. And that's why I right. I told everybody about what was happening in Montana and Texas. It's important that there's a reason that I said it. It's like, look, eventually what's happening in Montana and Texas is going to help correct this because we saw this happen with the Obama administration as well. And they're going to try and take credit for stuff that was a state-led operation on state land, not federal land. They're going to try and take credit for the progress made on state and private land as if it were them when it happened in spite of them. And so that's why I told everybody about Montana and Texas and everything happening there, because Biden was always going to try and take credit for it. Um, The market will correct. Eventually we'll get, you know, we may not get as low as we were under the Trump years, but we'll get back down into the twos at some point in time. Uh, It may not be, you know, any time in the near future, but it's, that was always going to happen. Everybody kind of knew that that was going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, like this this inflation thing, you know, they are they're going to the bat for zero percent inflation in July. No, inflation's still eight point five. It just didn't go up. It stayed <laughs> yeah. at eight point five. It's not zero. But they're arguing these terms as if somehow it's justifiable. Like I watched one guy just absolutely lose his mind on Twitter. Some left wing lunatic loses mind. No, no, it's zero percent. It's not zero percent. It's eight point five. It just didn't go up above 8.5, man. It's the same as it was the previous month. You know, the yeah, problem. I I, here's the thing. I've covered this for 17 years, and there are people who covered this for a, a lot longer. At no point in time has it ever been worded 0% inflation when the inflation rate doesn't increase from the month previous. It says no increase inflation this month. Inflation remains at, that's how it's worded. It's never worded as 0% inflation. It's insane. (laughs) But, you know, that's, again, you're dealing with absolute total lunatics, and there are some people who are just buying into it. Right. And it's just crazy how they they make little baby steps, and they they feel like they push it, and I just don't see it. Yeah. Well, nobody does either. You know, everybody, everybody sees how fake this is, dude. It's like your grocery bill is 25% higher now than it was a year ago. Okay. The, exactly. Nobody's going to look at this and go, oh, it, everything is just peachy. No, that's, <laughs> you're, you're never going to win that in the polls. All you can do is try and fake it and lie to everybody. But I want to remind everybody about something. Do you remember when the Trump tax cuts happened? Okay. Now the Trump tax cuts lowered taxes at the federal level for everybody. All right. There were small exceptions 
for people who adopt a lot of children. People who adopt a lot of children didn't get a lot of help in that tax bill. We talked about it actively at the time. The only major thing that raised taxes was people who lived in high-tax blue states could no longer write off all of their state taxes on their federal taxes. So they didn't get all of that stuff, right? So the salt, the salt thing that we're talking about. So the taxes in Hollywood went up. And that's why the Hollywood celebrities lost their damn minds. They lost their minds in Hollywood because they now had to pay a lot more in taxes than they used to. They didn't care if California raised its state tax because they were never going to pay it. They got that deducted from their federal taxes. Trump ended that. So a lot of rich people in blue states got a tax hike. But everybody else got a tax cut. And do you remember the journalist laughing about this? And saying it's actually great it's it, that we were so successful in convincing average Americans that they did not get a tax cut when they clearly did. Do you remember that story? Yeah. So always remember that story. You had journalists who actively told you that you didn't get a tax cut when you did. Convincing you that you were crazy, that your paycheck was higher than it was the previous the previous months. And then laughing about it openly on social media that they were able to fool you into believing that false narrative. Don't forget, they are laughing in your face and they absolutely are intending to mislead you. What a shame. It is. It's an absolute shame. But that's why I did what I did yesterday on TV. You know, that's the important thing. Right. So, all right, Dylan, I appreciate the call, man. You have a good weekend, okay? Thank you very much, Casey. Right. You as well. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. All right, I want to remind everybody before we go to a commercial break here, um, if you are interested in viewing Zach Potts's funeral tomorrow, I have put the details on how you can view it um, on the the Facebook page. So you go to facebook.com slash Casey, the host. I pinned it to the top there. And there's going to be a way for you to watch it on a Facebook Live. Also, there's a way for you to use a Zoom ID to get into uh, to watch Zach's funeral. It starts at 11 a.m., um, and it's going to be a Calvary Tabernacle, and that's in Three Oaks. Uh, so it's if you want to watch it, it is going to be available for anybody to watch that they want to on Facebook, also on Zoom. And that information is on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash Casey, the host. Got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Yeah, the lawyers are coming out, and, and I'm looking at some of the lawyers that I know, Clay Travis being one of them. Um, he does a show with my friend Buck Sexton, a former CIA uh, agent. So, you know, here's the thing. He breaks this down, and he's like, look, I mean, the law is on Trump's side here. And the reason that the law is on Trump's side is because Trump was the commander-in-chief. And as the commander-in-chief, you have powers of declassification. And if you declassify something... Uh, and you think it's declassified and it's supposed to be declassified, but somebody didn't obey your orders, then that's typically not on you. So, you know, again, there's there's various other nuances that we're going to learn about over this. I want to listen to Clay Travis's full breakdown of this over the weekend. Uh, we're just getting a, a chance to really look at the warrant now, but it, another thing you need to consider is that Trump wanted it released. He wanted everybody to see what was in the warrant. He's been telling everybody since the, the raid happened, and it was a raid. I want it. Release it. Let everybody see what's in, in the thing. 
And the the warrant, basically it says that the stuff that Trump had could be used, uh, or, or they could be suspected of being used, I should say, against the United States in a hostile manner. That's basically what the, the code is. So it appears to be just another offshoot of, of collusion, which has been debunked. But you still have people, you know, blue non-conspiracy theorists still running around saying it's real. Back to the phone lines we go. James, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey, how's it going? Uh, I just want to say that you do a really good job out there. So, uh, so I wanted to talk about this raid. So I guess the question is, is that with everything that's going on, the one thing that I would want to say to the, the people on the far left who, or people who might be moderate is if they can do this to a president, who can't they do this to? I mean, you know, I mean, they're doing everything. I mean, they're, they're coming for our votes. They're coming for our guns. They're doing this to the former president. I guess the question is, is when do the American people really stand up and take a notice and say, look, enough's enough? And I mean, is it something that, uh, uh, you, know, you know, I mean, is it something that we have to think about when it comes down to the voting polls? Or, I mean, I, I mean, it, I mean if it's going to get worse, it's going to get ugly. And I think it's going to get ugly fast. Well, like I said, you know, I talk about flashpoints for a reason. I don't want to see those flashpoints. This is a flashpoint. You know, it, you're, you're, and a lot of people believe that that is intentional intentionally trying to get somebody to act out. And I have no doubt that there's a lot of people on social media right now calling for violence that are actually Ray Epps, you know, agents and things like that. They're not, they're not real people. They're assets for the government trying to get people to come out of the woodwork and try and stir yeah. something like that up because they can always use it as an excuse. Look, there's one event, one singular one where Trump supporters got out of hand. That was January 6th. But for five years before that, they were lying to you and telling you that Trump supporters were getting out of hand when, in fact, it wasn't Trump supporters, it was Democrats. So right. they finally got the one event. So they faked it for five years until they actually got one. And then they said, see, January 6th is the example. So they fake it until they make it. Then they forget about everything else they were saying previously. And they're like, see, this is the one thing that we have. And they ignore months of their own violence and years of their own violence and that sort of stuff. There's a reason I play that montage. Look, that montage of Democrats... And prominent members of the news media calling for, excusing, and celebrating violence. And then that video ends with two gunshots. And I always have to remind everybody, those are the gunshots of a man being murdered on the street because he wore a MAGA hat. And that was the sole reason that he was killed. And people, yeah, well, people you know, have to understand that this has been what the left has been doing, not just in the Trump years. They were doing this my entire career. Yeah, I have a sister. I have a sister who lives in Seattle, and I go visit her at least a couple times a year. And uh, when I went uh, to Seattle the last time, it was just it was a few weeks after they had all those big riots in Chaz or Chop, you know, down there. And uh, I remember talking to a police officer. I told him that I, I was from Indiana. I have a license to carry. I didn't carry my firearm there at the moment. And uh, and he was like, well, maybe you should. And I'm like, well, you know, when, when a police officer tells you maybe you should, yeah. that's that's a wake-up call. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, you know I, I had a conversation with my barber the other day. My barber was told by a local cop to get a certain device to conceal a gun inside the shop that nobody would know was there. And she's like, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. But, right. <laughs> you, you know, but it's getting to that. It's getting to that point. 
And and the thing is, most rank and file law enforcement, and this includes the FBI, most of them are on your side. They're on my side, right? We all know right. that. It's there are bad apples that are in there, but they are desperately doing the best they can to weed those those good folks out. And I'm glad to see that some of these FBI agents are becoming whistleblowers and they're coming forward. I wish that more of them would, and I wish yeah. that they would do more internally to take retake control of their own organization. But you know, we'll have to see what happens. Yep. Well, thank God for Indiana. Thank God for constitutional carry. And just thank God in general. There you go. <laughs> I swear. All right, man. Appreciate Thanks, the call. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you much. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, we, uh, we play that Struggle Jennings song at the beginning of the stream sometimes, God, We Need You Now. And, you know, first of all, it's a fantastic song anyway, uh, but it's almost always appropriate when we play it. Uh, Devin Nunes is, uh, posted on Truth Social about 35 minutes ago. The FBI demanded any record that Trump saw as a president. I want you to think about that for just a second. Does that at all sound reasonable to anybody? If that's true, the FBI search warrant obtained by the Federalist authorizes confiscation of every record that Trump ever saw as president. Does that sound reasonable to anybody? Of course it doesn't. Everybody knows that. We've got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. MNC News Time is 5.30. Also covering for Pat Miller on Newstalk 1190, WoWA 107.5 FM. I just read Cash Patel's assessment of the warrant, which, by the way, doesn't include the affidavit. So we're still missing context on on why a uh, a warrant was actually issued for a raid on this. But uh, Cash Patel's assessment is actually pretty close to mine, and he's the smartest guy in the room when it comes to this. So uh, that shows that I'm not too far off, at least in my line of thinking here. Jeffrey Tubin has resigned from CNN. The Babylon Bee had the funniest headline ever. Jeffrey Tubin leaves CNN to expose himself to new audiences. <laughs> I'm never going to not laugh at that. Anyway, back to the phone lines we go. Bill, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey. Hi there. I'm just wondering if when they were at Mar-a-Lago, if the FBI just wasn't in there trying to plant listening devices or other surveillance devices all around look i they've done it before i wouldn't be surprised if they did now what we do know is that the the trump team released that they were watching the fbi agents on cctv the entire time now if i what i want to know is if there was audio and video because trump could release this stuff and you could hear what the agents are saying you could watch them go through melania's underwear drawer uh, if they did plant any devices, that would theoretically be caught on at least some cameras. So, yeah, I, I think that it's risk. I actually posted a, a response on one of the, the former president's posts yesterday. I was like, check check your room for bugs. You know, it's They've done this right. stuff before. Well, when they go through closets. <laughs> they've done know, it before. They go through closets and stuff. So it's like there's no cameras in the closets. Or I doubt if there's any in the bathrooms or, you know, things like that that, uh, that's what concerns me more than anything. I don't believe they're going to find anything about uh, Trump's done anything wrong. I'm more concerned they're trying to plant stuff. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. I appreciate the call. Thanks a lot. All right. It's uh, and to be fair, I mean, modern technology doesn't really necess- necessitate you know going in and planting devices and stuff like. They don't really have to do that anymore. Um, but. The the premise is still there. It's like, yeah, just in case. Just in case they put something there, just you know, make sure you're you're careful and do a sweep. Uh, Brent, welcome to the program. Hello. I just uh, 
Thanks to uh, the guy you just had, he's going to say exactly what was on my mind. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, but only one thing to add to that, if I was Melania, I would replace everything in an underwear drawer. You could probably sell it at auction make a lot of money. <laughs> oh, boy. Get out of here. All right. <laughs> well, and, you know, the thing, the thing is, is like, you know, they went through her wardrobe and they would access everything that was uh, accessible to Trump. That was it. So if you look at the very broad, broad warrant, but basically anything at Mar-a-Lago that Trump had access to that was not under direct control of a third party was what they searched. And that included Melania's closet and yes, her underwear drawer and that sort of thing. But they watched this on on camera. So I I would be very interested to see if over that nine hour period they were able to catch some interesting audio and video footage and release it to the public. I would be very interested to see that. Larry, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey. Happy Tinfoil Friday. Yes. What's up? Uh, hey, um, I know there's a lot of issues, you know, that uh, and a lot of speculation about what thing, but isn't this kind of one of those a few good men moment where they're, they want him, they want him so bad to announce that he's going to run before the November elections. I think they're, they're doing anything they can to push him into that. You think they're trying to push him into running? No, pushing him, pushing him into uh, announcing that he's going to run. Why do you Why do you think they want him to announce that he's running? Uh, to make people that don't want him to run or are on the fence about him running um, because of his his previous um, presidency, mm-hmm. that they go, "Oh man, you know we don't we don't." No, you know, we don't need this again. So you're thinking it's it's designed to be a negative thing. Now, here's here's what's so interesting about this. Poll came out today, which shows that his his poll rating amongst Republicans surged after the raid. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if that's if that's their tactic, if that's their strategy and it works, it may backfire on. them. That's true. I'm still not convinced he was going to run. I'm really not. But. This is one of those things where it's like, all right, you, you, know, you came into my home. Now I'm going to run. Now I'm going to put Cash Patel at the head of the FBI, and he is just going to spend four years gutting all of you. And, and well, that's you know, it's a possibility. I don't know, but it's a possibility. Well, you know, you've, you, know you, you hear all over the, you know, the conservative news shows that you know, they're like, no, 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 don't, you know, whatever you do, President Trump, don't. Don't announce. Don't announce before the old November elections. And it's like, it's just that moment where it's like, just say it. Just, we need you to say it, you know, so they they can go after him. Yeah, maybe, but his endorsements are winning. You know, it's, um, he's had trem- he's had more success than any former president in endorsements that first election afterwards. So I, yeah, I, I don't know that it's a wise strategy, but I suppose it's possible. They could think yeah. that it's a, it's a winning strategy and it just may not be. I don't know. All right, Larry, appreciate well, it, man. Think- all right, take All right, care. Take care. It, it'd be interesting to see what, what happens here. You know, he's going to get through the stuff in New York and Georgia. He's going to put those to bed, and then he'll, uh, he'll make his next moves there. Uh, Ray Epps told the FBI that he expected a bomb attack near the Capitol on January 6th, according to uh, new documents that have been released. Oh, really? Ray Epps, the guy that told everybody going to the Capitol that the New York Times is defended as uh, somebody who's been unjustly smeared, right? 
you, you're, we were told that if anybody, you know, wanted to go into the Capitol on January 6th, that they were a domestic terrorist. That was an insurgent, right? That's, that's what we were told. Ray Epps did that on camera over two-day period, three times. And now we find out that Ray Epps told the FBI that he expected a bomb attack near the Capitol. One, why is Ray Epps talking to the FBI before January 6th? Again, proving the point that he was an FBI asset who is fomenting violence on January 6th. But the other thing is, is there's still a D.C. bomber out there that placed bombs at the Republican and Democratic headquarters, and the FBI doesn't seem really interested in catching that person. And they haven't even released the surveillance footage that would potentially lead to the capture of that individual. So what is this about? And more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, also covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, WOA 107.5 FM. All right, this is Lindsey Halligan. This is uh, Trump's attorney. What the FBI did was an appalling display of abuse of power. All documents requested were previously handed over. President Trump and his team painstakingly reviewed every single document of Mar-a-Lago and gave the government what they requested. If they needed any other documents, they could have just asked. The warrant was secured under seal, so they tried to get away with concealing this overreach by obtaining a warrant under seal. Nobody knew about it. Uh, they knew that he was out of town, and they uh, they thought that they could just sneak in, snoop around without attorneys present, and in case they walked in uh, and out with something that uh, that they shouldn't have. And, and again, we already know that the FBI made that claim too that they went in there when he wasn't there in order to in order to uh, keep this low profile. So you know, Trump's attorneys have some legitimate points here, and they have also pointed out that. Look, the documents that were at Mar-a-Lago were declassified. The president had the authority to declassify all of them and saying that uh, these documents cannot be declassified doesn't make any sense considering presidential authority to do so. So it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting next few weeks, that's for sure. I will put the roundtable that I was on, the panel that was on in the Daily Show prep today, along with several links proving that I am correct on the FBI and uh, the programs that they've continued to violate your rights and and uh, that that was told was misinformation and a conspiracy theory. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.